0: Good day and welcome to another Tech Central podcast and today's podcast is sponsored by Axis and Veritas and we have the great pleasure of interviewing Lee Williams who's the Veritas product manager at Axis. Lee is based in Cape Town and we share something in common, which is I grew up there and you live there. You got the long straw, I got the short straw, and moved up to the big black smoke of Johannesburg. I'm but so thank jealous. Thank you so much
1: for having me today. I'm uh, looking forward
0: to It's such a discussion. pleasure. It's so nice to have um, someone based in Cape Town that's enjoying it and working from there for such a big company as well. Um, you know, you, you tend to see that a lot happens in Johannesburg, but A lot of innovation is coming out of Cape Town. And in today's COVID world, we can work from anywhere. So where you're geographically based shouldn't influence your participation in the big organization. But sometimes it can, hey, isn't there? Out of sight, out of mind. Are you at the head office?
1: So our head office is based in Madran. I'm based at the Century City offices in Cape Town. And we will be moving offices from one location in Century City to a different location later in the year.
0: I can see you working from home and we prepped that. Has that impacted your decision to move? And have you taken a different decision on officing based on where your people Um, will be?
1: I think it's because we've got a lot of wasted space in our Cape Town office currently. And they obviously just want to make sure that we are happy in our newer environment where... Obviously, we've got a social distance and all of that stuff as per the government regulations, but we want to still keep the team camaraderie within the Access team in our Cape Town
0: office. Today, you're speaking to us as the Veritas Product Manager at Access, and a little bit of context for our audience you know, with today's digital explosion. The enterprise workloads have changed. Now we've got data analytics, artificial intelligence, machine learning, robotics. All of this is taking advantage and creating more data throughout the enterprise. As organizations are moving away from legacy relational databases towards new open source and cloud-based platforms, the nature of applications and data is just It's a gemorse sometimes and making data protection increasingly challenging. Gemorse for our international listeners is a bit of a mess. It's a bit of a pile. Whilst organizations know that creating backups of their most important data assets to keep them safe from disasters and accidental deletion is vitally important. This is now complicated because it's across multiple cloud providers, multiple locations, multiple environments. So many are cobbling together makeshift data protection solutions. This sounds normal, but the greater the cost, the greater the requirement on resourcing new skill sets is being felt, but people are spending the time because leaving data unprotected is even more scary. So my question to you today and our discussion points is, Even with good intentions, do you think organizations are leaving themselves exposed to additional risk? And then what is the real cost of data protection? I think we're going to go there. So I'm going to first start with what are the trends that you're seeing in local market when it comes to data protection?
1: So the trends that I'm witnessing is the fact that customers are now more aware than ever that we can equate a monetary value to their data. Okay. Because if the data gets hacked, it's the entire company that is hacked. It's the customer information, but it could also be the staff information. If you've been employed by your company for 15 years, it's 15 years worth of banking records, possibly bank details, credit card information, physical addresses, contact people of your nearest and dearest. So, we can now equate a monetary value to that. With the COVID pandemic hitting us on a global scale, it has also made companies more aware of the fact that, listen, where is my data? My staff members taking their laptop home with them. They are going to be on the Wi-Fi at home. Who could possibly hack that network at home? And it's just opened up so many other doors So, we've got to be cognizant of the fact that it is a valid threat, Mm. but Mm. we as Veritas are able to walk the journey with the potential customer Mm. as to how we are able to navigate this pitfalls. It's an education process more than anything else.
0: Let's go back to that. So if one is an organization is sticking their head in the sand and largely ignoring this, to 10, you've got customers that are papaya compliant, GDPR compliant. They've got a data department that's looking after data. Where are you seeing our local market on that 1 to 10 rating just as a thumbs
1: well, more and more customers are jumping onto the platform of this is a real threat. So I think last year we it would possibly be 30%, we possibly look at a 60 65 even
0: 70%. So CIOs, On CFOs it, are starting to listen to this as a real burning issue.
1: Correct. And not only the CIOs, so now it's going into the compliance departments, it's going to the risk management okay. guys, because they are also jumping up and down saying, guys, we need to comply. So okay. where does the compliance start and where does it stop? And that's always an interesting question because sandwiched in between is the little bean counter with his abacus saying, oh, it's going to cost us too much money. But... Mm. Mm. How much is it going to cost a company if you are not POPIA mm. compliant, mm. if you are not GDPR compliant? Mm. So, again, mm. it's a conversation we need to have. And we don't use scare tactics, but it's scary out there.
0: And I, people I- are
1: being snapped with fines.
0: And are people really vulnerable at this stage or do you think we're getting momentum and we're getting areas covered? Do people actually know what to do or are we just trying to gather all the data that we possibly can and hold it around there?
1: If you've got a big company, let's say a thousand employees, IT is aware of the strategies, the IT policies, etc. It doesn't necessarily filter down to the, guy write down employee number 998 Mm. because you started a company and you've got this IT policy one has to read and sign we don't I mean it's five pages long you skim through it and you say I agree or I accept but what are the ramifications thereof because me as the employee I could click on a link I could possibly infect my system with ransomware or with with whatever. And at the Mm. end of the day, it is the company's information that is held to ransom, not Mm. my information. Mm. So it's a bit of a slippery slope we are walking. But again, it's a matter of where are the pitfalls and how as Veritas can we assist you Mm. in making you aware of this is the checklist Mm. within inverted commas. And this is best practice.
0: You've mentioned ransomware three times. In your experience, do you have living customers that have been exposed to ransomware or is it just a news headline that we read about?
1: Unfortunately, it is not a headline that one reads and you say, oh, ransomware, ransomware, ransomware. Mm-hmm. It is not going away. Ransomware is on the increase. Veritas did a study whereby six months ago, Mm. It was a matter of 35% of South African companies were hit with ransomware. Now that number's jumped up to 45%. So it's a matter of there are guys that are sitting, they wake up in the morning, they have their cup of coffee, and their sole job is, how can I see what I can do? There is the term, ransomware as a service. Guys are actually... Getting up in the morning, and this is what they <laughs> I'm
0: going are to doing. Google that. Yeah, I'm going they to Google that.
1: Scripts, they are doing all sorts of things. I mean, wow. six months ago, it was software as a service or yeah. infrastructure as a yeah. service. Catchphrase now is ransomware as a service. That
0: is they, dreadful. It's that it's is dreadful. dreadful. It's
1: real. And unfortunately, Some of the smallest SMBs out there. I mean, now we're talking maybe 20, 25 employees. We've got maybe a father and a son organization or a family-built organization that's Mm. been in existence for 35 years, hit with ransomware. Sometimes they can't recover. On Mm. average, they say it takes a company up to three years to recover from that ransomware hit, Sure. Some other companies don't recover. They've got to close their doors and they've got to walk away because a, the data was all in one place. It was Mm. unprotected. But the second thing is they possibly spent all their cash flow paying the ransom. But guess what, guys? You Mm. don't get your data. Mm. You don't necessarily get your data back. Mm. I mean, is there an ethical hacker out there that'll say? pay $250,000 into my Bitcoin account. And then what guarantee do you have that the guy is actually going to return your data? You don't know.
0: Sure. And then are our means of backup and recovery sufficient today from what they were five years ago? Now, considering we have cloud instances, cloud apps, on-prem apps, hybrid environments are organizations keeping up with the backup strategies
1: yes and no maybe the bigger companies out there are but the smaller guys aren't we as a backup and data management company we've got to try and keep ahead of the curve try and keep ahead of that bad guy because remember they are sitting thinking of all these little things saying, oh i wonder what i can do today and as a vendor we have got to look at it from a multifaceted environment to say, hold on a second, solution A will fix all the possibilities of an on-prem solution, but now we're talking cloud. Okay. People say, cloud, what do you mean? Is it sitting up in the clouds? Is it going to rain today? I don't know. So we've got to have a solution that is multifaceted and can work across all our environments and that's where the challenge sometimes comes in and it's also it's not a one-size-fits-all everybody's environment is different okay and it's specific to themselves
0: to their context okay so, if we've got a hybrid yeah. environment, we've got some applications running in cloud, we've got some running in the public data centers here in our region, and we've got on prem environments, what would change by the customer working with Access Veritas?
1: Veritas used to be synonymous oh, Veritas only does backups. Yes, we do backups. However, we do data management, we assist with your cloud migration. We've got so many analytical tools that can help you. I normally look at it in a phased approach. Okay. Phase one is you are open to have this discussion and you've realized you need assistance. You need advice.
0: Open to discuss backup and recovery in the age of cloud. Is that, would that be the discussion point or is it?
1: Right. So that is a very good question. I'm glad you raised that is because when people say, oh, no, my data is going to the cloud, they are assuming, and un- this is unfortunate, that they are assuming the cloud provider is making sure their data is, A, protected, and B, backed up. Okay. Unfortunately, it is not. It is the end user's responsibility. So with regards to where I fit into the little puzzle, I say to my customer, you need to tell your customer it is your responsibility. So, yes, the cloud service provider says, I will make sure that you've got 99.9% uptime. You are okay. able to access your data 99.9% of the time. But to protect that data, to keep that data safe, to back that data up, it is the customer's responsibility.
0: Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: So unfortunately, there's still a bit of a misnomer as to who is actually responsible for all of this stuff. Okay. And I normally am seen as the bad guy, saying, "Hold on a second, it's not Party A; it's actually you." But hold on. Okay. But wait, there's more. I can assist.
0: Okay. So you can help a customer. So if we had to go in phase one, open to discuss backup and recovery in the age of cloud, what's the next step that Veritas would take you through in this journey so we understand Papaya's is coming gdpr we understand that we've got people going around doing audits getting people to sign off we've okay, got all yes. of that going we identifying sources of data you're not going to replicate that you're going to consume no. that okay what so what's phase Go two rest. then for a customer
1: yes so phase two would then be right i have got my data which is now sitting on all my tapes How do I move it over? Now, obviously, within the various sectors in the economy, we could say for the medical records, they've got to keep it from the time a person is born until the time they die. Their records have got to be available, that type of thing. So Veritas looks at it and says, hold on a second. So you've got data that's potentially 20 years old, but why would you need to have it right there in our little bucket that says, this is my day-to-day running of stuff. So this is where archiving comes into play. This is where okay. long-term retention of the data comes into play. Okay. And Veritas is basically seen we've got three pillars or three silos. It's A for availability. What does that mean? Availability of your data. Make sure I can, at the click of a press enter, get my staff records, get my spreadsheets of yesterday's revenue versus GP versus sales versus whatever the case may be. P for protection. I need to A, protect my data. Okay. Okay. But what about this piece of equipment that everybody walks around with in a laptop bag?
0: That, that, so Heavenly little, take it. yes, the memory stick mayhem.
1: Yes, so I've got my work laptop that I got given, signed out in a serial number, given them a drop of my blood, and I bring it home. Right, I'm working for I'm working on a Monday, Tuesday, and a Wednesday. What happens to that data? I need to protect that data on that device, on that laptop. Veritas is able to assist you with that as well. So we don't only protect your data. We're able to protect the data that's on your device as well. All the data.
0: So we've got availability. Availability,
1: protection. Yes. The third, and I think sometimes it's the most important, is the insight.
0: Okay. That's where we were talking about in our preparation that you've actually become a data company rather than a backup company is that what you're talking around there
1: correct with regards to the insight veritas is able to give you insight into your data so as a company you run your backup every night every week whatever the case may be but company culture will dictate you've got people sharing maybe videos maybe photos sometimes those files will be resident, and it sits on the company network. It's not supposed Mm. to be there. We all know that. It's part of that eight-page document that you signed when you signed your employment contract. I will not have any personal stuff on the company network or whatever the case may be. But how does your backup know this is company info? This is Lee's photos. We've had a situation whereby a company did an audit, and it found photos of a lady that had left the company seven years prior all that stuff was being backed up every single day they reverse engineered it cost x amount of mm. cents per whatever per whatever and it turned out it was an enormous amount of money mm. or you have mm. people's photos mm. on them they've been married and divorced three times I mean what's the point so we'll give you insights into that data.
0: So if you had to be talking to a room full of people now and they wanted to get a cyber resilient backup strategy, what would you say, what are the four steps they need to take to achieve a cyber resilient backup and recovery strategy?
1: Be cognizant of what is happening out there. Do not have a situation where you've got head in the sand. It's not going to work. Okay. And go with maybe an all-encompassing solution. Okay. Companies out there want one vendor to be able to give a multi-pronged approach.
0: Okay. So read the papers, understand that there is a threat minefield out there from people attacking us. Be aware of that and then go and choose a partner who can meet both internal and external backup and threat management kind of idea. Okay, that's point one. Then where do we go to?
1: Within Access, we've got Veritas as a business unit where I have trusted partners, and I, without a shadow of a doubt, can say they will look after you because their strategy is of a advice okay.
0: perspective. Okay,
1: it is. You've got an issue with your backups. You've had a ransomware attack. You've lost data. I unfortunately can't help you retrieving that data, but we can possibly prevent it from going forward. Moving forward, we can help you if you've got Veritas on board.
0: So we need to choose the right partner, and that would go through due diligence too. So if they've selected Access Veritas, Veritas is the technology, look at the partner ecosystem get some advice on where the partner is and who they are and the level of partner engagement that you want, depending on your expertise as a customer. And then where do they go?
1: Now the fun starts. It's a matter of building a puzzle okay. in that Mr. Customer, where do we go from here? And I like to work at the customer's base okay. and the customer being the end user. It's okay. a matter of, oh, I've got to pass my next audit at the end of September with regards to my backup and disaster recovery strategy. Let's deal with that first. Okay. So that out of five things, maybe you fail four, but you've passed one.
0: Okay. And so look basically- for a verifiable business objective that's coming in the future and work backwards from there. So they don't have to change their entire working environment to work with the Veritas solution. Correct. They can put their toe in the water actually and have a look at that. Okay, that's That's brilliant. And why would you say they're going to be going with Veritas from a provider as opposed to someone else that they've got there? You've been working there a while. Why are you so passionate about this environment?
1: Because the product works. It's okay. very difficult to be passionate about something if you know it doesn't work. Okay. It's been tried and tested. Veritas is we've come a long way from where we've been. We've okay. got new solutions. The other yeah. thing is price. Everybody is cost conscious, okay? Yes. We don't want everything for free, but you need value. We
0: want good value for money. Yeah.
1: You want good value for money, and I know I've seen customers that have They've made that money come from somewhere mm-hmm. because the return on investment is huge. Excellent. The data will be safe. The data will be secure.
0: When I was doing preparation for this, I saw a couple yes. of words that stood out. Instant recovery to ensure availability at all times. What is instant recovery?
1: Veritas prides itself on their GRT technology or granular technology. Okay. It basically means if one... Needs to retrieve data from a backup. Okay. It's very specific. So okay. if we look at an email, for instance, nine out of ten times, somebody will go to the IT manager and say, "What? Not I've lost my whole mailbox." They I've will lost say, "A mail, email." Okay. What VCAS is able to do is, we can go back into the backup and recover that specific email.
0: Okay, and then you've got agentless and agent-assisted backup options as well. Are we talking about automation and robotics, or are we talking about work executions that are within the product?
1: Those are executions with the product and the way the product is licensed. Okay. Because again, there are various licenses for various solutions. So um, it's not going to a- it's
0: not going to break my bank talking to uh, Veritas. No. Okay.
1: It will not break the bank if you speak to us regarding your backup needs.
0: Definitely. Excellent. 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 We've had a good chat about this in our preparation. Is that there's, you know, a lot of ideal customers that we would look at is someone that's going through this journey, they've had a bit of staff turnover, they understand where the data is, maybe could be or they are looking at replacing a technology provider and need some assurance of a big partner that's going to help them. On this journey, once we've selected a partner, we've identified the problems, we've started this, what role does Access Veritas then play with the customer? What do you do that's different from any of the other big names out there that have a partner ecosystem?
1: Access as the distributor. We will back our partner from start to finish.
0: What is your focus for the next quarter from the Veritas channel lead? And where are you going with that? The next question is, what are you most excited for from a technology release perspective from Veritas? And then the third, probably the most important, is what would your one piece of advice be for a customer or a company that's out there going forward today with regards to data backup and recovery strategies as we look forward?
1: In the past six months, Veritas has bought Hubstore, which is a SaaS provider. And okay. we are now implementing that solution on the Veritas platform, rebranded as Veritas. It will give our enterprise customers amazing opportunities to make use of the SAS backup technology awesome so that's referred to as the net backup SaaS protection product so it's like the SaaS Veritas SaaS backup product but on steroids for okay. various reasons so in the next couple of days that's Everything that's going to come out of my mouth is going to be NSP because that is where we are moving towards. So we, as Axis, we try and build our strategy or our focus into aligning it with what is Veritas basically going to do. So this is basically an enterprise-level product, Okay. but... We'll also be looking at the SMB, SME product that's also going to be launched mid-June, July. So, again, I'll be just build it into our strategy because it's an education that needs to be done.
0: Awesome. So, yes. getting on to the third question, what advice would you have for a customer going forward with regards to backup and recovery in this new data world that we live in?
1: be aware of the pitfalls and don't be scared to ask your service provider for advice. Okay. Because the best advice is always free. You've got to actually make that step.
0: Okay. As a female leader in an IT organization, are you finding it that people are receptive to getting these answers from you this big bad news? Do you think that being a lady helps or hinders in this environment?
1: It's actually quite funny you should go down that road because I was faced with a situation last week where somebody asked me a question. I gave them the information and then they said, yeah, but you only give me pricing. I want to speak to your boss about the other stuff. And I was like, hold on, but I can give you the information regarding the other stuff. Sure. So, it's sometimes like i, I laugh it off but it also depends on who the person is asking the question because sometimes okay. i find that if i have a conversation with people in joburg mm. sometimes they're more open to me being a woman but then sometimes you speak to somebody in KZN and they're like oh no i don't you know okay. i don't i'm going to, to speak to a man because maybe the man knows or, you know,
0: Tesla. you have not answer a technical question
1: t- because you're a lady. You oh, know, God. you're not technical. So, it it all depends. It's, it's crazy. Something that's like a, that. that is. A, that's, but, a,
0: that's a really tough topic to open at the end of our discussion, but I feel it yes, needs to be mentioned. And I think that it sat with me. I made so many notes on it that you still feel... <laughs> that there's a bias in this work environment. And I'm blown away by how you took it. However,
1: I must just make mention of the fact that my customers that I speak to on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis, Mm. I don't have that issue.
0: Good. I am excited for what's happening on the Veritas side. And I know with their home in Access, they've got a good place to be. As an OEM, I think Veritas is doing some interesting things on the backup side. I'm very interested in seeing more and more of your data management and adding value into customers. And maybe over the next couple of months, we'll do another talk specifically talking about the monetization of data and the insights that you can give. We didn't even touch on your higher education reference. We were chatting around. Do you want to have yes, a, do you want to give our listeners down yeah, just so, a little yes, bit so about what, that before we.
1: So what we've embarked on was a journey with one of our TV colleges in Cape town. That's a multi-campus scenario. And their biggest issue was I'm failing my data, my backup and data recovery strategy in every audit. I need to pass it. How do I do it? Okay. And it was a matter of because we've got, I've got faith in the product, it was a matter of this is what you need. This is how we can help you. Okay. And it was a matter of, two or three meetings and I always tell people proof is in the pudding. Ask us to do a trial, ask us to do a proof of concept. It works. It gives you a chance to make sure that you are comfortable with the result, but it also gives us an opportunity to find the solution to Mm. what you Mm. possibly need. Mm. I always tell people, you know what? I don't want your money. Let me show you the product works. Then I want your money. That's it. Proof is in the pudding.
0: How long we've, was the POC there for?
1: The POC wasn't even in there very long before they deployed. I and then they went to not I don't even think we Yeah, We didn't even have a very long period because it was a matter of, guys, we've filed the audit. We We need to do this. And it was a matter of Veritas coming to the table, Axis coming to the table and saying, Right, how can we help you?
0: Awesome. And awesome. we made it happen. Awesome.
1: And it was it was an it was an awesome project to do so. Now I'm tromping at the bit to see what kind of what's the next step.
0: Lekka. You
1: know, because uh, that is the exciting. fun part to see it to mm. see it in action and then we move forward. Mm.
0: That's really good. So what I've taken out of this from a customer perspective is that if people are dealing with lots of data areas, they are deploying to the cloud workloads, they're deploying to data centers, they're keeping stuff on-prem with Veritas and a partner that you could look at through the access group, we can get through a phased deployment which could suit the customer at their rate of change. Phase one, open to discuss it. We look at backup and recovery. Then phase two, we look at sources of data, secure it, tag it per category, categorize your data, understand what you've got and why you've got it. And then phase three, look at the availability, protection and insight into the data as an ongoing churning, almost... Continuous improvement cycle.
1: Correct. Brilliant.
0: Brilliant. Lee. All of those
1: words you've condensed in those three sentences.
0: That's um, called my backup and recovery inside here. Thank you very much. Lee Williams, the channel manager from Axis, looking after Veritas from Cape Town who is glad to have joined us, not nervous at all. I'd like to thank you for the the last time that you spent with us. And I hope we see you as a regular on this podcast. I think you've got a lot to share just in the areas of leadership from an IT leader. I think it would be great to hear about that. But more, it would be great to hear how your OEM is doing from a Veritas perspective. From my side, Daniel Robus, I'd like to thank tech central for giving me the privilege of interviewing lee and for the sponsorship of the podcast i'd like you to go forward have a wonderful short week and uh, enjoy cape town for us who are sitting in johannesburg